You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Testing, one, two, three, testing. Go ahead, test your side. <clears throat> testing, testing. We are uh, doing our podcast. We're driving. I I bought this little microphone that you hook to your phone, set it up. Hopefully, this will sound perfect because, I mean, I'm sure you'll hear some car stuff, you know, maybe a, a horn or Watch where you're going. Keep your eye on the road. Typical, you know, typical car stuff you'll probably hear. But, you know, this is a whole new system we're trying. And, you know, you might even hear the car driving like this. But, you know, look, everything is imperfect in this world. And, you know, we have to sometimes... uh, do things that takes us away from home and this you know we want to give back we want to give up do our podcast but if you know we can't set up the computer in the car we obviously with no internet you know and we can't bring all the mics and all that crazy stuff so hopefully uh this sounds uh i i i would think it would sound a little decent maybe without the bumps and uh you know, whatever uh, factors come into driving. Do you agree with that? I tuned out a long time ago. I, I can't imagine listening to a podcast where the guy's like, you might hear they're hearing it or not. Like, you might hear raindrops on the windshield or a clicker of my turn signal. It's like, what? what? This is the way the world is. Well, I mean, you know, do you think they... Imperfect. Do you hear the driving of the car? Hey, who can't... Just do your goddamn podcast. Say, hey, we're in a car. Might not sound perfect. And then you go. You know, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. You're so annoying already to me. I'm annoying to you because I'm the one who got this started. Yeah. Bought the the whole hookup thing. Well, who cares? I don't care. Well, why wouldn't you care? If I'm trying to make your life easier. I don't want to do the podcast. Why? You do it so well and you've been doing it for so long. It's a part of your life. To me, honestly, it's it's like it's just putting the worst of ourselves out there. Oh, no. We say nice things and do good things and people learn and they... We help people. And people. Anytime people come up to me and go, oh, I want to do a podcast, I die a little inside. Well, anyhow, uh, a podcast, which everybody knows, is a good forum to put out things you are doing 
uh, in your career, uh, in your personal life, and, uh, you know, uh, and your opinions, your opinions. So we just announced our Creeps with Comedy Tour. I mean, our Creeps with Kids comedy tour, Creeps with Kids. Go to creepswithkids.com. There's all of our dates are up there. It's myself, Bennington, Florentine, and Bobby Kelly. That's uh, creepswithkids.com. Are you pretty excited about that tour that we're do- doing? Anything that takes you away from home, sure. See, that's all negative, negative talking. And well, what do you want me to do? Okay, let's just do. Okay, go ahead. Let's. What? All right. So, do you have any topics today you would you want to talk about? No. Less none. Not zero. Nothing. And, I mean, today's rain is last day of school. We're going to uh, shoot a movie. Let's not say the name of the movie or anything. We don't want to. Why? You know. That's so bizarre. People put it on fucking Insta. Uh, already, people are putting it on Instagram. Yeah, Judd Apatow is. He's putting what pictures? Pictures of, of the shoot on Instagram. Nobody's like, "Ooh, is Pete Davidson shooting a movie? Better keep that under wraps." Well, Woody Allen doesn't like you to talk about his movie. I'm not talking about the the script. Here's my line. Oh, we have a pretty good scene. We get. What? I mean, it's so weird. Yeah, they don't want you to know about the movie until after the second weekend it's out. That makes no sense. Yeah. And neither do you. When do you think a movie like that would come out by? I have no idea. That's that's a good question. I don't know. That is a good question. Yes. Finally, after all this time. Do you think I should ask? Are you doing a special voice today or this is it for you? (coughs) Why? What's wrong with my voice? You're sounding a little nasal. Oh, I do have a little nasal uh, backup. I forgot to take my Flonase. Take a little Flonase for my nasal. Uh, Car podcasts are pretty cool because we're in traffic. What else will we do? Bonnie would just be on Twitter. You know, I listen to the golf uh, channel. And uh, right now, we are taking advantage of a traffic jam. You know what I'm saying? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Could you explain that a little further, please? Well, I mean, you know, so much time is wasted in the car. You know, there's statistics on, you know, how much or, you know, how much uh, of your life you spend in a car. They have statistics for that. Mm-hmm. You know, or how much time you spend sleeping or, you know, uh, eating or whatever. Who knows? But we spend a lot of times in our cars as comics driving. You know, I might start to do some of these podcasts by myself as I'm driving. Oh, fantastic. You know, and those are going to be big hits. They will. Those solo podcasts where you just, I mean, I can't even imagine. You just sit here and talk about the car in front of you, listing stuff you did today or you got to do. I mean, right? It's it's incredible no. what passes for no. entertainment when it's coming out of your own mouth. No, because. You're hard on other people, on other entertainment. Like you watch like some, like Game of Thrones. You're like, I don't care why people think it's so great. 
but yet you're just like, and you might hear some burping. <laughs> you might hear my rings clicking on the steering wheel. <laughs> Game of Thrones. What? Why is that so great? Why is everyone so into Game of Thrones? <laughs> We're in a traffic jam. <laughs> No, you're insane. Because my, my if I did a podcast by myself, I would call it Rich Voss uh, opinionated. Okay. And I would give opinions on certain things okay. that's going on. Okay. Want you know? me to do it for you? Yeah, go ahead and ask. List me. some things. Okay. Well, let me just do this. Go on Twitter. Yeah. To the trending topics. Okay. Go right ahead. Trending topics on Twitter. Um, these are dumb. Uh, yeah, it's all probably Beyonce stuff or... Oh, really? Or, you know, or Trump. Uh, youth baseball brawl among parents goes viral as police search for suspects. I've seen a million of those. Those fights always break out at games. I mean, I used to be into my parent. I mean, into my kids... Uh, Basketball. I used to get excited. I don't think I would ever get into a fight, you know, unless I was completely provoked. We're not moving anywhere, and we got to be there by 10 o'clock. We're not. You moving. might hear me lose my cool a few times. This is fucking ridiculous. It's quarter to nine. Traffic people should be at work already. Bella Thorne tearfully criticizes Whoopi Goldberg for comment on her nude photos. Who's Bella Thorne? Doesn't matter. She's a beautiful young actress. And wow. somebody hacked her phone and threatened, I guess they were trying to extort her, saying we're going to leak these photos if you don't pay us. So she leaked the photos herself. Oh, I like that. Teach the blackmailer. You can't blackmail me. Well, Whoopi uh, Goldberg said, which I can't get it up, and now my phone's not working. Uh, oh, no service here. You might hear us complain about the service. Um, Whoopi Goldberg said, if you're a celebrity, don't take nude photos of yourself and certainly don't put them on your phone. And then she, I, didn't, I only read that. I don't know exactly how she said it. And then... Bella Thorne, who I also didn't watch the video, said... Fuck off, Whoopi. Crying, like, how dare you victimize the victim kind of mentality. But the victimize the victim, I get, like, don't, you know... But the thing is, is that, like, it's like, if you walk across the street in the middle of traffic, like, you do have the right-of-way, right? And so if you get hit by a car, you're the victim... But, but people don't feel sorry for you because they're like, why are you walking in traffic? People don't go, oh, don't victimize the victim. You go, no, you're dumb if you walk in traffic. So it's a, there is some, you know, take care of yourself. Take responsibility. Take responsibility for, your for yourself. For if, if you're a celebrity and people get, celebrities get their phones hacked all the time, you know, hey, that, that, that actually might be some good advice. That's why. Even if it's wrong of the other person to do it. That's why I don't put nude photos up on on my phone. It's, you know, and and but uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's a little opinionated, 
And well, Whoopi Goldberg know, comes out on the wrong side of a lot of shit. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, Robin Williams. Yeah, he he was a thief, but you know, and what did she say? Um, I don't remember. Everybody steals. Oh yeah, she, she said, said all, all comics all steal. steal. No, that's not true. Yeah, and you know, um, just the two in this car. She, uh, what, there was that director that. Plansky. Yes, and he raped a twelve-year-old girl or whatever, and she was like, "Oh, it wasn't rape, rape." <laughs> I know. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus, Whoopi. Yeah, so she's she's not always right. That's that's for sure. Oh, this fucking traffic! If we're late for this, guys, if you like hearing talk about being uh, caught in traffic, this is the podcast for you. We're, we're still up and running. We're at 11 minutes, 12 minutes already. We've been in traffic. You know how I know? Because we've been doing 12 minutes of the podcast. Whoa, that's, wow. So Good, good hey, analytics. Is there a show on, and I don't know what network, because I heard him on Stern yesterday, Russell Crowe, is he doing... Is there a show about... Uh, well, if you heard him, why won't you just tell us what you heard? I didn't hear the whole thing. Is he playing... Uh, what's his name from Fox that got fired? Uh, Ailes? Yeah. Oh, maybe I heard that. I don't know. Is there a miniseries somewhere? Must be. Oh, that's got to be good with Russell Crowe. These guys... Are, is this person... They're turning. Relax. Turning, I hope. You know, uh, is this insane? This bump? I fucking would never, ever get a job where I have to commute every day in the morning. I'd fucking kill myself if I had to sit in this fucking traffic and not even, not even make it to the highway yet. Fucking unbelievable. The only thing worse than being stuck in traffic. Is complaining about it. Listening to someone complain about Like you go, hey, how... People always go, ah. Even like when they're traveling, you know, like flights and stuff. You know, people's flights are always delayed when you get somewhere. They, hey, how was your flight? Everyone goes, my flight was delayed. I went with me. I got a middle seat. The person on the... It's like, no one cares. Shut the fuck up. We've all been there. Unless you were on... Unless you were like stranded on the tarmac for over 48 hours. I don't want to hear about it. Unless you were dragged off a uh, United flight, then shut the fuck up. Am I right or am I right, folks? 48 hours, that's your time limit to be stuck? I mean, because everybody's been a couple of hours on the... On the, stuck on the plane, have to get off the plane, have to get back on the plane. You know, we've all been there. It's like you don't need to I hate what go through it. Go, you know, write, it, write about it in your journal. How about that? I hate when they say, uh, you know, stay in your seats before you deplane. I hate that deplane. Just say before you get the fuck off, deplane. It's ridiculous. Deplane's a lot shorter than get the fuck off. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Also, if you heard a flight attendant go get the fuck off, well, you'd be livid. I wouldn't be livid. Oh, Richard. I wouldn't. I mean. Oh, Richard. <laughs> what? Spent the night with your sister last night. I mean, that sounded bad. I uh, hung out with your sister last night. I did a thing for Bette Midler. She has this nonprofit called New York Restoration Project. Uh-huh. Which they plant trees and stuff, and they beautify New York in the five boroughs. Is it five? Yeah. And, uh. 
yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool charity, you know. It's like conservationism, and that's rich people trying to find something to feel important about. Um. Well, it's like. You know, if you live in the Bronx or you're living somewhere, you know, where they they don't care that much about parks, it is nice that someone comes in and makes well, a nice, it, beautiful park for if, your kids if they, to play if in. If they or, build a park, there's a difference between building a park or coming into the park and going, oh, I'm going to plant tulips or roses. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's nice, obviously. Everybody wants to see pretty flowers, but don't act like you're changing the world. That's just my own. It is a good, I think it's good. Yeah, would you do it? Would you go around uh, New Jersey and beautify it? Yes. You would? Uh-huh. You didn't even plant a garden this year on the side of the house. I know. And we bought the seeds. I have my own system and you guys overrode me, so. No, we pulled out all the weeds. No, I planted strawberries and you pulled out all the strawberries. Well, you should let people know you planted strawberries. I said many times you can't plant stuff there. I got strawberries. And then you guys pulled it out saying they were weeds. I was like, they weren't weeds. They were strawberries. It was a whole bed of strawberries. Raina told me they were weeds. Oh, really? You let your 11-year-old... Oh, my goodness. She she does the garden stuff. I planted flowers on the other side, and my flowers are coming out, coming up. So I planted flowers. So it feels good, right? Beautifying some. We'll see when the flowers come up. Mm-hmm. No, I was always a flower and a plant guy, always throughout my life. I used to have a business selling plants. So. I've heard this. I feel like punching you in the <coughs> fucking face. There's not one thing that you could bring up. I bring up the fucking hey, uh, this the the lines on this uh, road, the painting the line. I know about lines before you. I I hipped you to lines on the highway. It's like oh my god, every single thing. Are you that empty inside that you got to be like cut like bragging about? I was always a plant guy. Yeah, I was. I, Why yeah. you've never bought a plant in your fucking life? Who, have me? you ever watered one yes. of the plants that we do I, have? Yeah, have I you, watered a plant all the time. And you can ask my friends. Oh, am I going to ask your friends? Colin. Uh, no, no. Colin. No, is my Rich friend. a plant guy? No, my friends before comedy. Oh, oh, hi, I'm Bonnie. I've never, we've never met. Um. However, Rich said that I should call you about his his love of plants. I had them all in my, when we shared our apartment in North Plainfield, my room, I built a whole thing coming out, like, a, you know, with, with one by two. I've always been a plant guy. What, is there a worse kind of person than that? Uh, someone who's well, never been a, a sandwich plant guy. Like, I always eat sandwiches. No, no. I'm saying I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to plants. Hurt my knee. My knees were hurt way before yours. No, see, you're just insecure and you're Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm the one. And you're upset because I know tons more about plants than you will ever know. It's not the plants, Rich. Try to take it in. It's literally everything anyone brings up. Not true. Bring something up. Oh, my God. How about my hand to your fucking face? Well, you think you're the first person to ever punch me in the face or slap me? Huh? You see, folks, he's trying to make a joke out of it so we don't take it seriously. Oh. Well, I had a list before you. I didn't shave. I I start. I hipped you to shaving. I gave you a razor. We've been in this fucking traffic for 
almost 20 minutes. This has got to be one of our best podcasts. This is a great one. It's from our car. You might hear me taking a drink of water. You might <laughs> you might hear me complaining about the traffic. All right. So what do you want to talk about? How was your Bette Midler fundraiser for beautification of New York? Well, your sister was fun to hang out with. Why? I'm glad she was there. I don't know. There was like a wine and whatever thing. And then she was talking to people. She's just good at... Uh, she, she was talking to Ben Miller for like, you know, 15 minutes. She's a PR person. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. I wonder if my name was brought up anywhere. Oh. I, I knew Bette Midler before you. I never met Bette Miller in my life. She's very, very nice. Can I just say she's a totally genuine person? Or at least she's good at pretending she is one. You know? No, I bet you she is. She's just night, and and you know, she took pictures with everybody. It was just you know, it's got to be hard to like. I know. People kind of pawing at you all the time. But you know, last night people were running up. Can I take a picture? Can I take, you know, it's yeah, and they don't know how to work their phones. This is rich being cameras. funny, everybody. Nobody no. knows the difference, by the way, because that's the real you. I'm not trying you're, to be funny. You're doing a, a character of yourself, and yet it's exactly you. It's like your parody of yourself is exactly you. Can you throw your head out again? Exactly <laughs> you. When you're uh, trying to, you know, emphasize something, you throw your head out. I was thinking about, you know, because we're doing the movie Judd Apatow, and then I was like, oh, was I overacting? Then when we saw him at the cellar the other night, mm -hmm. and um, I came in and I was talking to him, I was like, am I overacting in this conversation? Like, I kept going like this with my hands, like, ah, oh, it's mind-boggling, like, stuff like that. I was like, what am I doing? See, it's because it's road work ahead. This is fucking ridiculous. All right, up there, it's going to get better. Fuck this fucking road work. Do it at night. Okay. All right. Look at this. Trucks are coming at us. Okay. It's, it's anyway, just the, I, I didn't have to do much. I just hosted this event. What jokes did what you open with? I did all husband. I mean, I opened with your greenhouse joking and fucking died of death. Get the fuck out Woo. of here. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Because I wasn't going to, but then I said to, there was, um, Eric Kornfeld was there. Do you know him? He's, yes. a, he's a comedian. I mean, he used to be a comedian. He's a writer now. And he wrote some stuff for... Candace Bergen to say uh -huh. and uh, anyway he, he who was oh, your sister Nancy and um, him were saying there and I said well Rich told me to say this and they were like oh that's terrific and you should say it it's I knew it wasn't going to work as soon as I got up there I was like why am I going to because they were very tight you know well, but see, that's a great opening joke. Bonnie did the show at the Botanical Gardens in uh, the Bronx. Mm -hmm. So I told her to say, you know, uh, you know, throughout my career working greenhouses. I uh, said, I go, this is what an honor to be here. I mean, I started off in greenhouses and. Now I'm at the Botanical Gardens. That's I did a the, great joke. I, I did the garden. <laughs> I did the garden center circuit for a while, hoping to maybe get to the uh, Botanical Gardens. No, uh, oh. um, the the I don't know. I said something else. I can't remember. 
yes. oh, Amazon rainforest, if anybody knows anybody. Yeah, see, that's fucking... Yeah, but it was a tight... I mean, they were like... for they were, You know, they're a big round table, so half the people... Their, their backs are to you. Oh, wait, there was only one table of people there? No, no, I'm saying there's tables, but they're all round. So everybody's sitting all around the tables, and so half the people's backs are to you. I would have told them to turn around for a few minutes. Hello, folks. I, listen, I did what I do. I'm sorry if I didn't, uh, once oh. again, I know what I'm doing. Oh, no. Oh, no. There you go. Okay, we're back. We never left. We never left. 23 minutes we've been in this fucking traffic jam. Uh, yeah, you know what you're doing. You've done uh, those type of shows before. I got them. I got them. I only had... So the, so I went up cold. I only had seven minutes, you know. If, if I had had, you know, 20 minutes, could have really, really done some damage there. But then uh, the second time I went up, I um, did even better. I only had three and a half minutes for the second t- time. And, you know, otherwise I was just introducing people. And you met Candace Bergen? Uh-huh. Is she still beautiful? Yes. She is, I bet, right? Uh-huh. She's the kind of person that doesn't age. Well, there's a lot of there was a lot of people there that had very uh like I said at one point, like a lot of you can't laugh. <laughs> But uh, those of you who get, because there was a lot of plastic surgery going on. Did they laugh at that? Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, and then, you know, so you think, like, I don't know if I did okay or not. But then everyone comes up afterwards. I thought you were terrific. You know, it's like, you know, old white people, old rich white people that don't laugh or anything and then come up. And I just want to say you were wonderful. Now, okay, real quick. Now we're on the highway, so the background might be a little different in this. You know, the, what you hear behind, because we're driving a little faster now on the highway. Oh, wait a minute. Pulse. So, and you did the show. How long did you socialize after? Um, n- Not at all. I... The minute it was done, they said, your car is here if you want it. Uh-huh. I said, okay. I went and got my stuff, went to the bathroom. There was a long line to the bathroom. Um, and then uh, we went and got our car and left. Uh, and that was it. Well. So it, was a pr- it was a pretty fun, easy night. I even had a half a glass of wine, which I think you know this. I haven't, I don't hardly drink at all anymore because... Even though I absolutely love alcohol. I mean, it's like one of life's great pleasures. For some people. Well, if you have not abused it in your life. But I just can't. It just it depletes me the next day. Even one glass of wine makes me. Like, I have a headache today. It's probably from a half a glass of flipping wine. Listen to me. I'm even say flipping now. I'm not the same person I used to be. Well, I hope this... The noise from the car doesn't interfere with this podcast. Because this podcast is bonkers. It's so off, good. It's off the charts. So the night before, um, I have a show at Gotham once a month. Yes. And the night before, uh, we we did it. And Tignataro stopped by. Did you happen to see her set? Were you there? Uh, oh, she was really funny. 
and then I went on, then you went on, and you sat on the stool. Yes. Not just sat, you perched. Your legs were up by your neck, your no. knees. You were like this. No. Yes. I was. Yes. That's why Colin then went on after you and totally made fun of you. And uh, that was like one of the highlights of the show was when Colin was mocking you. But I had a good set. It doesn't matter. You're dumb. I'm dumb. Because... <laughs> Colin goes, unless you're the headliner, you can't perch up on a stool and do your set. <laughs> um, and then uh, Jessica Curson went on. Ken Kranz hosted it. He hosts it every month. And uh, and Rachel Feinstein. What do you just book only women? Uh, you and Colin, I believe, are men. I did a guest spot, but I was in booked. Well, I don't think about it in terms of male or female. I think of it in terms of, like, who's the best act I can get for that night. Did you pay them? Yeah, everybody got 25 bucks. Whoa. Yeah. Those audiences down in that basement sometimes I really get on my nerves. Why, they were great, that audience. I said sometimes. Oh, both shows we've done... The audiences have been really good, and uh, Jessica Kirsten destroyed the room. I mean, she's so funny. I would have liked to follow her, go up after her. She gets him in a good mood. It's hard to follow her. Not for you. Well, I mean... I always, whenever I see her on a show, I say, can I... Even when she's hosting, I go, oh... To me, it's it's like it's like I'm such a letdown after all that energy. No, see, like, it's eh. a different energy. See, that's yeah. why I like following her because you make your energy work. She's completely. Well, I've not. I've never been able to do it. We but. did a, a private show once. She did forty minutes or thirty minutes in front of me, and I had to do an hour. And she's so funny, and she gets them in a good mood. So then you just have to get them. Into your groove. Yeah. That's well, all. Okay, well, I haven't been able to do it. But. You could easily do it. You got to sit down sometimes. You don't sit down ever. No, I do not. Well, once you learn the technique of doing comedy while you sit, because it brings people. I was, I did last night, I did 10 or 15 minutes on a whole table that worked at Taco Bell. They were all managers at Taco Bell. Do you hear yourself? What? Do, I don't just, know. I, you're I, just like when a I play pompous, it back, I can follow Jessica. I didn't say I could. I said I like. I to. love to. I she, she, everyone thinks she's the hardest one to follow. I enjoy it. Yeah. I I, like, I welcome the opportunity. And then last night I sat, and it's just like you can still talk highly of yourself, but it's the way you do it. It's really asshole. It's like I can't imagine. I what sure. goes on in your head where you think it's like. Like, and the thing is, you have a really high detector for when other people are doing it. You really hate when you hear it in other people. No, no. What I'm saying, I'm a big fan of Jessica. I've always said it. I've always thought she should be on Saturday Night Live. I'm her biggest fan. All right? So. I know. I get it. You're like, she's a terrific, terrific comedian. I happen to be able to follow her no problem. No, I didn't say it was a problem. Which I, makes me an even terrificer comedian. No, I didn't say that. I said I, I like I to say. follow her. I didn't say I, I enjoy can. it. <laughs> I like following 
great comics. That's all. You know, it's a challenge. Oh, but then, like, on the road, you're always like, I had to follow. They put on this act. Not, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's, they're not great comics. They're hacky comics. There's a difference. On the road, you're not following great comics. There's not too many great middles on the road. But there's great headliners in New York that you get to follow. You know, I welcome, I welcome uh, the opportunity to follow a great comic because they make the audience better. That's all. You know, I'm sorry that. What do you do? Oh, do the read now. Okay, guys, let's let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go. Do you? I remember. Bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Oh, wait. Is there some stuff you can't take on a full stomach? Um, and since they're chewable... They worked up twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Get it? Um, you know, you always. Uh, I like it. I love blue chill. You get you take a blue chill, then you say, "Let's let's let's rock and roll, baby." You go. I introduced you to sex. Yep. I'm the one who who who. who uh, what do you always say? Hipped you. I hipped you to sex. Uh, now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. That's what, like people think, oh, you're just going to take a blue chew if you can't. Do you have ED or something? It's, it's not that. It's to make it even better. For instance, most guys talk a good game. But if you're one and done, blue chew can help you follow through for round two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. Although you shouldn't be awkward about it anyway. Just, I don't care. It is what it is. I don't care if they put a big sign on it and mail it to me. Blue Chew, I'm proud of it. Me too. Because I'm enhancing they're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Well, that's good because the pharmacies can be quite expensive. <laughs> yes. Right now, you can try it free. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code WIFE, W-I-F-E. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew. Dot com promo code wife w i f e and try it free blue chew is the better cheaper faster choice and we thank them for sponsoring our podcast thank you blue chew i i don't know if the reads over but i love those things and i like the package they come in i'm not going to lie and i like how they're individually individually wrapped i like that too mm-hmm. so i like everything about them let's move on and, and here's the deal, too, with when you do read. Like, when you hear... Uh, you don't need to editorialize. You should just move on. We've lost a lot of reads because you've talked too much. Oh, I like them. Like, you don't read the, the, the thing that tells you, like... Shut up. Yeah, just once you're done, you're done. 
You know, you ever heard like stop once you sold it, stop selling? I told you that. I hipped you to that. It's crazy what you think. I'm the one who told you. I used to do sales. Do you know the? You know. Oh my God! Is there anything that you can't do, Rich? I just, I just told you this is the kind of person you are. This is what you do, and then you just keep doing it. You're just so insane. Let me tell you. Do you not have like, like what is it? You don't. You do no um, inventory on yourself Let ever. Me, do you ever do inventory on yourself? Not in the, not in the AA way. Do you ever? Yeah, I listen. I I I go. I I work on myself on a daily basis to make myself a better person. Do you? What's going on? It's still going every time. It's still going. I don't want to keep going back. Like, well, you gotta look at it. I I want to see what time we're at. What time are we at? Thirty-six. So we'll do like forty-five minutes because this is our first one from the car. Uh, here's the deal in the deal in sales. You know, there's a couple steps that will make you a better salesperson, and once you follow ABC. The, once you follow these steps, always be closing. Uh, once you follow these steps that's all I know about sales prospect you find prospects people you think need your product or people you think you can sell your product to mm-hmm. prospect that's the prospect presentation you have to present what your product yeah. in, 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 in a way not only that not only that, you know, uh, uplifts or, or, you know, uh, explains your product, you want to present to that person why they need that product, okay? Why they need it. Okay. Okay, so that's prospect, presentation, then close. You close them out and then you stop. Once you close, once you hear yes, you're done. You're done with them. You made the sale. And now, another important part, which salesmen don't, Ooh, don't, don't see. Oh, man. Oh, boy. That guy's fucked up. Uh, after. You might hear some talk about what's going on on the other side of the highway. Median. Prospect, presentation, close. Do you know what comes after close? Follow up. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Hello, Mrs. Thompson. How do you like your product? You only sell to people named Thompson? Yep. How do you like your product? If you can, can you please recommend it to some of your friends? And uh, we enjoyed uh, working with you, and, and we're glad that you are now... How's your plant? A customer and a supporter. I sell plants. How's your plant? You know. oh, okay, Mr. Thompson. Uh, I see you don't have any plants. Do you not like plants? I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how to do it. It's easy and you need them. They're good for oxygen. Okay, I will. Thank you. Goodbye. How's your plant? Did I do that right? Perfect. Start from the beginning. No. Who are you going to sell to today? Nobody. What are you, huh? Nobody. I do, a little, I do things a little differently. How do you do it? I don't do, take a sales job. 
work in sales. Now I put on our navigation system. Oh, you might hear our navigation system. You might hear our GPS. 9.40, we should be there 20 minutes before. Do you think people are meaner to the GPS or meaner to Alexa? Uh, like, I yell at the GPS all the time, too. Like, if you know where you're going and it's talking to you, don't you just go, shut up. I got it. Stuff like that. Yeah. I want to add Alexa. You go, shut up, whore. Stuff like that. Yep. Uh, let's wrap this up so I can concentrate now that we're headed into... Staten Island. Uh-huh. Uh, anything you like to plug? You have to stress factory coming up. No, why would I? Oh, you just got a writing job. Okay, well, don't talk about that yet. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm plugging. I have a July eighth is our next show at Gotham. Well, what about Montreal? Would you bang them? Skank Fest? Okay, Skank Fest we got coming up. Saturday we're doing Would You Bang Them at 5 somewhere. Then I have a show Saturday night somewhere. And I have a show Sunday night somewhere. Everything's at the Brooklyn Bazaar. Okay, then go to the Brooklyn Bazaar to see me at Skank Fest. And Montreal will be doing Would You Bang Them? You'll be doing the Nasty Show. I Hopefully I'll be on other, other shows. I'm sure I will. Uh, go to creepswithkids.com for all of our tour dates. Myself, Jim Florentine, Ron Bennington, Bobby Kelly. It's an amazing tour. We we did a show in uh, in uh, outside of Philly. It was great, great crowds. Uh, it's a four headliner show, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Prepare to bear left. We got to oh, oh, we got to bear, bear left. left. Got to bear left, folks. You heard that. We heard that. We all heard it. All right. Well, listen. This is our first podcast from the car. Forty minutes. Hopefully, uh, you enjoyed it. Hopefully, we could do more. Well, at least we could do them in our hotel room. There won't be noise with this setup. You know what I mean? And we probably can take this, you know, to Montreal and 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 just. Put it on a table. And- All right. Or if you want us to quit the podcast, <laughs> you can tweet us to do that. We will. If we get more people saying quit, we will quit. No, we won't. This podcast is nothing but pure entertainment. See, and, like, I always think, like, what if somebody like wanted to hire me for something? And then they like listen to the podcast. It's like so embarrassing. That's so so. What what what? Why wouldn't they want to hire me? Oh my god! It's all about you. Oh my god! Oh my god. See what I mean? Oh my god! Do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? What if somebody wants to hire me? I'm what? the one who doesn't want to do the podcast. I'm talking about myself. Most people say, "What if somebody wants to hire us?" Oh my god! You're insane. You know, I deal with such a selfish, self-centered person, but I can live with it because you're talented and talented people, talented people sometimes are a little crazy or weird. All right. Well, anyhow, I'm going to turn it off and you figure out how to save it. You ready? Say goodbye, Alice. Goodbye. It's not Alice, is it? No. Say goodbye what? Oh, uh, Gracie. Say no. Yeah. Yeah. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, Gracie. Is that how they did it? Yeah. Oh boy, I'm full of I'm full of humor today. I'm sure you did it before them. 
Remember when you told people you, you were the first one to sit down on stage and no. then people were like, what, what about Bill Cosby? And you're I, like, ah, oh, first white guy. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I mean, just the thing, like, it's insanity. Oh, how your brain works, I have no clue. Right. I really was the first modern day comic. Oh my, shut the fuck up. You know, other shut guys. the fuck up. Is this real? Yeah, that's real. Why is it important to you anyway? Because people do. Like, I, we were talking about a comedian that I love, and you were like, oh, I was doing that before them. I was like, what? Are you insane? Like, well, whatever. You're empty inside. That was the name of one of my TDs. <laughs> well, I came up with that phrase. Still empty inside. My album cover was great. Also, if somebody does one of your jokes and then you go, I've been doing that joke for 22 years or whatever, don't say that. That makes you look like a worse comedian. You're doing the same joke for 22 no, years. No, I'm saying I did it 22 years ago. Every now and then a joke will pop up and ad lib that you bring back from, you know. I'm working on my next CD and I'm almost there, so I am almost there. Well, you sure put the product out. You gotta hand you, hand you that, whatever. And, and and I put out good product. All right, we gotta go. Have a lovely day. We're headed to the movie set. Go see what's happening in uh, Video Village. Get our makeup and whatever. Bye. It's him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.